So the Holy Bible says, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Hark now here. I'm David. I'm Mitchell. And I would like to welcome you to the conversion. Look, um, I really enjoyed our episodes that came out last week um, with the uh, with our Christmas number one tournament that Mitchell put together, and yeah, very very well put together, very well put together. And I've been listening to Boney M ever since. So um, (laughs) thanks for that, Mitch. Um, So yeah, I had to put that into my intro. I had to put that into my intro for for this week. (laughs) Wait, all day you've been you you've been singing Lily the Pink. Oh man, that video still gets me. Honestly, the question is, has anyone been singing to Little Boys? No, no, we have not. Um, but yeah, check check out the tournament. Um, it is really good. It's not just Christmas songs in there either. It's, there's a lot of shit. It's, <laughs> Christmas, it's Christmas number ones. If it was number one yeah. at Christmas, is there? Yeah, so there's like popular songs of the time on there as well. So yeah, check it out. Um, how are we doing, guys? Doing good? All good, all good. All gravy. Looking forward to the Christmas, more Christmas content. Oh wait, yeah. man, this isn't Christmas content. Let's go. What 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 are we doing here? What the hell is this? <laughs> uh, me, uh, me, me, and Mitchell should make it a job to try to shoehorn as much Christmas content into this as, as we can. <laughs> hey, listen. At this time, this time of year, there's a lot of football on TV, man. There's a lot of football on TV. That is a fair point. I'll give you that. <laughs> There's a lot of football. The Christmas I'll schedule for any for a for a football fan, uh, when once December kicks in, that first weekend, it's just so much football. Yeah, well, like, we had well, we had football like, on Saturday, Sunday, just gone, and then there's mid midweek football. Then there's more football at the weekend. And then I'm pretty sure there's uh, European football after that. Yeah. But then even like around Christmas time, obviously you got like fixtures that always happen on Boxing Day and New Year's Day, regardless yeah. if there's like a weekend in between where they put more prem games in. Like yeah. it's, oh. it's great. yeah. Yeah, a lot of football. Enjoy yeah, the bets as well. Enjoy betting. Bet responsibly, yes. but enjoy betting as well around this time. <laughs> put on a one pound acre of like mad teams and then like just hope it comes in. Back to Bundesliga free. Yeah. No, <laughs> the only thing to remember is always when the fun stops, bet on the uh, under nineteen Ugandan teams. They will never <laughs> let you down. Bet on, <laughs> bet on Ugandan police. <laughs> yes, we. An fun fact: team. me and Dave, me and Dave once bet on them once, and they were the only team to let us down. So maybe don't bet on them. Maybe don't <laughs> bet on the com. <laughs> That's a throwback. No, 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 no. They didn't give us shirts. Don't bet on them. <laughs> <laughs> well. um... If you remember that Kong reference and you'd like to let us know that you uh, laughed at that, you can at, on our socials at Wait What Pod Trio on the Twitter. Oh, wait, no, fuck, it's X. 
And also, we have a YouTube channel, Liam. Yes, yeah, Waywell Podcast. That's much better than the other one. Yeah, honestly, okay. it's much better. Okay, cool. Uh, mm. I will get, look forward to hearing mm. it every week. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're going to have to oh. come up with new different ways to say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> oh, that's that's a great idea. All right, cool. Uh, there you go. There you go. Then we just ruined the uh, ruined it for you. But we've also made you think, what will he say next? Great. Now, so now I've got to come up with a new new intro every week. And now I've got to come up with a new way of saying Let us know. Yes. Send us your suggestions. Yes. I mean, fuck. Maybe you could just say it in different accents as well. Oh, yeah, that'll go down well. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, no, I, I mean, guess what accent I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, more of a case you've got Scottish, you've got Scouse. You got Mancunian. Yeah. They'll all say it's oh, slightly sorry. different. Yes, yeah, so I'll just yes, yeah, so I'll just offend every part of the UK. Fantastic. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Because yeah. anything past anything past Watford sounds weird anyway. So, no worry. Cool. Uh, did you hear me mention about the YouTube channel then? Yes, I did. Wait, my well, podcast. There's nothing new. I'm not going to keep wasting my breath. It's, it's nothing new. <laughs> Well, there is stuff coming. There is, yeah. It's just whenever I literally, I'm a busy man. That's okay. right. That's so short. Different ways Liam can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Liam doesn't change. No matter, no matter how many different ways I'll say it, it's the same result. Stop going on about. It. <laughs> Relax. Because if, cool. if I if uh, I if if I speak, if I speak, I get in trouble. There we go. There's no football wrestling. Sometimes you're yep. good. Sometimes you're shit. There's no one. <laughs> Cool. Um, so what are we doing here, Lim? We finally have managed to tie down the guest who've been trying to tie down for a little while. Uh, work, accidents on the M1 have, uh, have come between us and this episode a few times. But now it has been locked in. So basically what we have is... A gentleman who is no, he's no stranger to football. Um, he's actually someone I know. Um, yes, I'm not allowed anyone if I know. And, I know no, not, not anymore. On. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. No, you are banned, sir. You are banned. Um, yeah. Uh, this is the first person that I actually know that actually wants to come on, which is funny. <laughs> That's nice. No, oh, no, 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 this is someone I know. This is someone I oh. know. It's different. Oh, okay. But we, we all know people that say, oh, yeah, I want to come on, but they don't want to, and we don't want them here. So it's, yeah. Um, but uh, this week we shall be joined um, by a gentleman who not only works with uh, the Varsity Nine Football Academy, uh, he has his own private coaching firm. Uh, he is currently the first team coach of AFC Dunstable. Um, they play one league below the uh, la- National League. So it's literally like the tippy top of semi-professional, uh, basically. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, isn't it? Do you mean Nas- one league below National League South? Because National, must- National League, then the National I think, South. I think, yeah, I think it's South. So it's literally it's literally and just... Like- I'm When it gets past that, I'm terrible. I am terrible. I've got it written down, but I'm still terrible. But I know it's literally, it's one league below. So they are on so the like, precipice. If they get promoted, boom. So Voila. Like Isthmian. 
something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not only is he uh, a coach with uh, experience of also working with teams like uh, Watford and Luton, Premier League sides as well, standards. Um, he has also, in his career, played in the Norwegian First Division and played for Wickham Wanderers. So we have got some real footballing knowledge. Okay,どうにファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンドバイトね。ファンド
I think there's yeah. a few there's a few games on there actually. You've got what uh yesterday's game was on there. I think all the games are on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, week. you are yeah. Mitch, you you owe us another 25 million, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> you owe us 25 million more for rice because he's saved your ass multiple times now. We want more money. You got Palace, you got you got Palace Bournemouth, you got United Chelsea, you got Fulham Forest, you got Liverpool, Liverpool Sheffield United, uh Brighton and Brentford and Villa City. Oh wow, that's that's easy. Oh, Villa City. I fancy Villa. I fancy Villa. You know, I fancy Villa. The I think I think Villa will win at home as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. At home. Absolutely. Yeah, Villa Park's like a fortress for them at the moment. I don't think they've lost there in a good number of games now. Yeah. Odds odds on big Ollie Watkins scoring the first goal. Oh man. It's never. It's never who you expect. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that Brazilian geezer who scored against us twice? Made us look silly. Diego Carlos or something? Is that his name? Douglas Luiz. Douglas Luiz. Yeah, he's solid. As long as they Matty Cash, the fucking Polish cunt. I feel comfortable calling him that because he is obviously English. He's so obviously English. He's part time. He's part time, isn't he? That's what he is. He's part time. Yeah, but I hate him for injuring Bentacore. Oh, oh yeah, he's all right. He's not too bad, mate. He was so sick when he, when he <clears throat> was for, for us when he came in, and then like he picked up a fucking injury, a real bad ACL injury. I was out for like all of the season and all of like the summer as well. Just comes back yeah. into the team and then literally gets injured by Matty Cash on a terrible challenge, and then now it's out again. It'd be We're such so a better in. player if he weren't in a Spurs shirt. Let's put it that way. We're so injured yeah. right now, man. Think, so injured. So injured. So um so Dave, you're um you're you're a Spurs fan then. Mm-hmm. That's me. Okay. Which yeah, Mitch, is the, Mitch is the Arsenal fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't you know what? I don't mind man. Arsenal. I don't I, I honestly don't mind Arsenal. Um, what, what, so why, so why is Arsenal okay? But Tottenham is so bad. Football match because um, I went to watch in this country because I wasn't born in England, I was born in West Africa, so I moved there when I was really, really young. And the, I, I can remember my dad took me to Highbury to watch Arsenal versus United, and um, oh, I was in the, yeah, I was on the Arsenal side of it. Um, so we went to watch a few United on um, um, Arsenal matches, and then when Arsenal played United, I just saw Ryan Giggs absolutely tore it, and then that was it for me. But if I was if I wasn't United, I probably I probably would have been an Arsenal Aguna to be honest. But same as Liam. Yeah, <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Oh, oh, you changed. What what, yeah. what, what changed for you, Liam? Glory Hunter. I didn't change the glory. Did I? <laughs> How can I change the glory? I went and supported West Ham. <laughs> I lost. I lost. No, actually, no, wrong. Sorry, sorry, lads. I'm so hungry. I don't even want to talking about right now. Um, that's again, I have it? seen. I have seen. Uh, I have seen my team win a European trophy, Mitch. Have you seen yours? No, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen right? my team win a golden trophy, a golden Premier League. Trophy. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what the fun thing there is? Spurs fans, I'm, like I've got quite a few Spurs fans um, as friends, and at the yeah. start of the season, oh my gosh, when Spurs was actually playing okay and they were they were like top of the league and I'm beating in six or seven, oh gosh, the amount of Spurs fan that was just literally walking around like this, 
I'm not like that. I'm not See, like that. This is why, Dave, no one like this is why people put Arsenal to Spurs. No one fucking yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. If you're if you're a long suffering Spurs fan like I am, like other people are, kind of thing. Long suffering. Yes. suffering. Don't talk yes. to me. Do, do, do you know what? Don't talk to me about suffering. You won a European trophy last season. When was that, bruv? Do you know how much pain? How many times do you watch your team get relegated? Oh, I've never seen my team get relegated. Exactly. I've had to watch us get relegated like two or three times and Mate, watch us fail to come up. You'd hate you'd hate the guy that I heard in Chief the other day that said that he was a long suffering Arsenal fan then. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we didn't come fourth. <laughs> oh no, we didn't we qualify for the Champions League for 20 years in a row. Oh, we didn't come fourth. Right. Fuck off. Okay. Yeah. Get, yeah now, now get get it started. Let's get this. Because yeah, because this is. Yeah, well, I was going to say good. like you could either start it from you could either, you could might as well start it from like where we were talking before and then just say yeah. yeah. You already introduced yeah. to me a kind of thing like yeah. ended on his name. Yeah. And then we just go in. So yeah, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I would hope you listen <laughs> yep. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At some point, we 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 decided to just carry on the, the episode from there um, yeah 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 we decided to okay. just carry on because we it, this this that was not getting cut that was usable that was great we needed that <laughs> we needed that uh, uh, so anyway oh. but fucking yeah are you going to tell me about ask me about spurs and how they're basically doing now to me um like i'm i'm a big fan of what Ange has done that yeah. when he's come in, Ange Postacoglu, he's obviously like an experienced manager. Um, he plays a certain way. I love what he says about attacking football, where he mm. just says that I only learned one way to play to manage play football, and it's uh, it's the kind of like my bible is the uh, is playing attacking football, and he won't change the way. But yeah. yeah, I don't know how much success we're going to see from him long term, but I like the way that it's kind of like going at the moment and putting put the most important thing with any kind of like new Spurs manager coming in is that he gets some fucking backing from Daniel Levy and actually some like investment into what we're doing. Yeah. If he wants the money to actually win stuff, then he's going to have to like actually put it in. And yeah, I don't expect us to, I, I never expect us to do anything anymore. <laughs> I, I've been beating down so much. I want to hate him so much, but I can't. I want to hate Ange because it's a Spurs he's, I, I can't. I can't. I, I hate Ange because he let Harry Kane go, so we can't hear Harry Kane say his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane. Oh, it's Harry Coglu's name. Yeah, he'd, yeah. Have, he'd have an aneurysm. He, I think Kane's struggling to speak German. He <laughs> looks German, He barely hey. speaks English. <laughs> Scoring dribbles. Goals, That's what he does. He just dribbles. Yeah. So he speak much, does he? Scoring goals for fun. Though. He is, he oh, is scoring goals for he's, fun. He's, yeah. How many goals has he had already? Oh man, seventeen. Like, yeah, it's close to twenty. He, oh. I know he wasn't. I know he wasn't top scorer because there's a there was that was it the Leverkusen player that was. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's an absolute monster. You say about Leverkusen, what Xavi Alonso? Because I know what we said we're going to talk about managers anyway, but what Xavi Alonso has done. Um. Is is Leverkusen Alonso's that, isn't it? Yeah, by Leverkusen, yeah. What he's done is unbelievable. Mm. They're top. They're you know three points clear at the top. Yeah, they're unbeaten, ain't they? Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's mad. Okay, so 
Yeah, so Kane, oh, Kane is top goal, top goal scorer now on 18. I'm, I was um, literally just looking for it as well. 18. It wasn't... Uh, yeah, 18. 18 is not Christmas yet. 18 and five assists as it's well. Gu- it's Gurassi. Is it Gurassi? Is that how you say his name? Is it, uh, yeah, Gurassi? but he plays... But he plays a Stuttgart, not the Leverkusen. I always get them. I always get them two mixed up. But it's just, I mean, you say that. You look at the players behind him. After those two, the closest is a Pender, and he's on ten. Mm. He's on ten, Whoa. and he's third. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's crazy. But, yeah, but you know, you go to like you go to a club like Bayern Munich that are kind of like expected to win the Bundesliga every every season. Yeah. And get the get the financial backing that they do to get the players around them. Then you know, like and then, Kane should be scoring yeah, that many yeah. goals. <laughs> and then Xavi Alonso turned up and was like, no, 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 no. Well, no, that's the right. that's the thing. Yeah. Like with Jab, hopefully you know we'll see how good um good that team can be. That Bayern Leverkusen team, they've certainly got mm. off to a great start. I um, think they'll be. I think they'll be a reflection of their of. Of Xavi Alonso. I mean, if you look at him as a player that he was, he was he oh. wasn't just a player, was he? He was a very he was a student of the game. And even when his last stage of his career, he was really studying the game. So um I, I really feel um Xavi Alonso would do well in his managerial career. And yeah, and it's nice for another different team to to put Bayern Munich on just on pause or to just to keep them on their toes, really. Because it used to be, used to be Dortmund, uh, didn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, 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 yeah. So, we've got Leipzig up there, kind of challenging as well, but yeah, you know, I don't think they've won the Bundesliga. Um, yeah, yeah, um, but Xavi Alonso comes from uh, the Basque kind of like part of Spain where uh, like Bilbao and all that, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like football kind of heritage there, they kind of called it. Um, Mike Mikel Arteta's from that kind of region as well. He's actually pals with Alonso in real life, I believe. So you know, oh, okay. they could they could actually meet in like the future, I imagine. If like say Xavier Alonso does get really successful by Leverkusen, comes over to the Premier League to go manage a big team like a Liverpool, and then you know you got Arteta at Arsenal. There'll be a, like a Premier League clash of the two yeah. Titans at some point. You can see it. It could happen. Yeah, be a good yeah. Spanish manager and Pep's ball boy. <laughs> no, even, sorry, even sorry, a, sorry, 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 Pep's cone boy. Sorry, I get, get it, it right. Cone boy. Get it right. Cone boy. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got respect. You got respect Arteta, uh, even as a Tottenham fan saying this. Like, I don't. I, I don't have to respect anyone. <laughs> I don't have to. I he has to work with Moyes. I don't even respect my own manager at times because some of the things he does just <laughs> piss me off. Make a substitution at 80 minutes and bring on four nows in a game where you can't shoot. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's welcome. Yeah, well done. Well played, Dave. <laughs> you got like an you got like an 18, 19 year old striker that's begging to play and score goals, and you're just like, nah, stick the geezer who wants to leave in the summer. Yeah. Fantastic decision that is. That's well played. You you carry um, on. He won your European tro- tro- trophy. No, Jared Bowen won the European trophy. <laughs> Oh, oh, he picked, he made the subs, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Boys didn't make the subs. He doesn't make the subs. <laughs> he doesn't make. We'd be nil nil, and then it's like sixty-five minutes. Like, okay, yeah, maybe bring on another striker, switch a midfielder David, out, some fresh legs. No, David Moyes. David Moyes did a job on Craig Dawson where he made him look like a fucking like no. world-class defender. Mm. He didn't make him look like that. Craig Dawson is a world-class. No, Ballon Dawson will forever no. live for that in season. West Ham. Did you just say Ballon Dawson? Ballon Dawson. He will live in infamy forever. Nah. Nah. 
The only reason we lost 2-0 no, to Man City the opening game of the season is because Dawson was injured. Harlan <laughs> wrapped up. Wow. Dawson would have just clattered him and have sent him packing back to fucking Germany, mate. And he just, just <laughs> Did no. Man City score against where's he playing now? Wolves. Did Man City beat Wolves? No, they didn't. They lost. And did did Harlan score? No. Who was no. playing? Dawson. I I'm telling you now. <laughs> Dawson's the key. <laughs> Yeah. Dawson is the key. Wow. Uh, well, I, have to, I have to watch him closely now. Now now you've picked him up. I'm going to watch him closely with my coach's hat is, on. And if he, he has a stink um, on me, I am exposing. I'm literally... How can I describe him? He is um, tragically beautiful. That's what it is. He is tragically beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, there's no nonsense. If you, if you turn, though, if you drop the shoulder, he's finished. He's finished. <laughs> <laughs> if Harlan oh, was just going to just go up and slip one side and Dawson went the other, that's his ACL, that's his hamstring. Yeah. He's gone. He's an old man. He's finished. But if he faces him up, he's going nowhere. Yeah, but like, as I said, for that one season when like West Ham were in Europa League, Craig Dawson was, was, looking, was looking world class. Oh, and mm. that's David Moyes like, making him that way. So that's why I'm surprised West Ham didn't sign like a Harry Maguire because like David Moyes would have done a great job on it. David Moyes wanted Maguire. I think, did, yeah. I think what it was, Magu- I think it's um the money. It was wages. It was it was wages. That's more. That's the main thing. What's he on at United? Madness. Three fifty a week, isn't it? Didn't Maguire want a fifteen million release from Man United as well? Yeah, he's not. The thing is, he's never going to get that money elsewhere. So he might as well just. He might as well just take that. Take that money. Maguire's doing all right, to be fair. I mean, since he's put his head down and knuckled down, to be honest, I think he's been one of the better players for United. Um, I, feel, I, I feel he is a class defender, not world class, but he is class. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I agree. I don't think I think he's been a bit of a scapegoat. Could it be, could it, especially this season? Could it be that because Onana is very shaky at the back that he's shaky, that much his game? Shaky is not the word, mate. Shaky Stevens, mate. <laughs> yeah. What what Onana did in that um, Champions League game the other day. Oh, I don't know what oh, he was doing. I would have, I would have thrown this laptop at the TV if I watched Ariola do that. I would have just launched it. Uh, I just don't know what I, I don't know what he was doing. His hands were just all over the place. And the thing is, I've seen a lot of things people saying about when De Gea signed for United. He was really, he was shit. Let's be honest, for quite a few seasons. But a, De Gea was like what nineteen, twenty. He, he was, was like he was eighteen when he joined he United. Was, he was essentially a child. Yeah. Onana's joined, and he's a, he's got this this career behind him. Where he's like, oh, he's such a good goalkeeper. He's this. He's played in this. He's played that level. This level, and he's just pants. It's just <laughs> well, yeah. It's just pony. But, but, but it does take. It does, I mean, it so does take some time. Yeah. It will take some time. It will take some time. I think um a lot of people um a lot of United fans. At, like myself as well at the start was like you you make you make you make judgments by emotions in it because I didn't particularly like how the gay got treated and how he left the club. I think yeah. it was disgusting. Yeah, I think they, that, yeah, I think that it was it was nothing like the club that I supported when I was a kid. It's not the club that I supported growing up, even for the past five, six years. 
Um, oh, wow. So a lot of a lot of United fans felt like the Gea the Gea should have been given a proper sending off or should have been treated better. Um, now now you go with and then now now you bring bringing in a so called world class keeper. Already already everyone's waiting for him to you know to drop a clanger, and which he did on the first fucking game, trying to close line. He did a bloody GBH on that Wolves player, didn't he? Like. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's jail, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> mate, I, I don't. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I mean, and some of the mistakes that he's made, the Gale would have, would have, would have um, made those saves quite comfortably. To be honest, was he good yeah. with his feet? No, he's not. I'm probably better than the Gale on my feet with the ball between my legs. I'm better, probably. But what that kid brought into United was. Every single year, you're going to have a solid goalkeeper. And he was solid. Some of the saves he did, he, like, he cost, he, he literally gave United about eight to 12 points every every season. Did he win the yeah. Golden Glove last season? He yeah. won the Golden Glove last season. He's, he won he's the Golden won Glove. Like, he's won it like six times, hasn't he? He's won it like over five times, hasn't he? Yeah. So I think, I I think the problems for, I think the problems at United is more, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the manager. Yeah, is the manager that's the problem? I feel well, like for him, I think mainly well, because he's lost, he's just lost the dressing room. Well, Liam, well, I you've you've mentioned about your about your manager. I've mentioned about mine. Mitchell's mentioned about his. So does that send me a mention about uh, the Manchester United manager? Uh, um, thinks. I like I like Ten Hag. Um, I've I feel that you know um, he he hasn't been given the respect he deserves. Um, from certain players now now we we live in like in football like i mean i work in full-time football um i'm I'm sure Liam's probably mentioned and um the culture and the application of new star footballers nowadays is completely changing fellas um and and what what you have is so when i was playing it was player manager player there was there was there was a lot of non-negotiables for players Deal between players and managers, it was more of the of a dictatorship, and which I I thrived on, and I I, I love that dictate, dictatorship in football. Now you fast forward up to you know in this modern day now, you've got a lot of players. If you think about it, if you wake up in the morning, Monday to Friday, you go training and stuff like that. That's all you thought about. That's all I thought about when I was playing football, when I was playing professional. And leading up to it, that's all I did because I didn't have any distractions. There wasn't any social media and stuff like that, you know. There wasn't like in the click of a button I could speak to fans or whatever people to get into my in in um, into my head. Now, right. now I know I know my younger brother is actually friends with Jaden Sancho when they were both at Watford together. Then Jaden moved to Man City when they was around about fifteen years old. So my brother still my brother. I remember him mentioning to me being in the past that when Jaden Sancho was getting his name at Watford and he was getting recognised and everything, he started to walk around with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, very, very entitled to things. And that's how these new star players are. They feel so entitled to it. They don't they are not really thinking about some of these players that paved the way for him, some of these managers as well. So, so you've got, so, you know, you can speak to your agent and say that I want this amount of money and your agent will make that happen. So, so all that control from managers is completely going because the player power. 
And yeah, it's it's that's how I feel. And for me, Ten Hag, um, I think maybe as a manager, you've got to also adapt. And um, and and the key to my um and and one question as well that I mean one statement I'll say as well, lads, is what a lot of what I say to a lot of my players, and if things are getting a bit too much, is as a manager, I've got to you've I've you've got to adapt to about 26 squad members of personalities in the first team only. Then you've got the 23s, then you've got the 18 pathway. Now, all these players have only got to adapt to a management team, just a manager. So you think about how much Ten Hag has to deal with as a manager with these, I mean, I'm sorry, with these fuckwits, okay, that hasn't earned the right to make the money that they're making, that literally they've, they've had one good season and they think that, okay, I'm the man. And they think that they can just literally go to the social media and say that, oh, he's wrong about this and that. Players can't take criticism anymore. So what they do, they go to the media. They hide behind the agent. They go to the media. They make threats. Okay, I'm thinking about leaving. I want more money. That's how players are reacting. Even at the level that I coach in now still, we've just literally released a player to go to another team. We was lower because that player wasn't, reaching the minimum requirement he wasn't meeting the non-negotiables that we've set for him so does that make any sense lads yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, it makes, um, makes perfect sense makes yeah perfect so sense. like where like there's a manager that comes in like obviously like even probably like 10 15 years ago a manager would have a certain vision and a standard yeah. they've set for all his players that yeah. they'd have to reach in order to even play but mm -hmm. now there's so much money and like sponsorship and pressure on yeah. managers to pick certain players every week, even yeah. if they're not reaching that standard. Yeah. Uh, so I then, so then it's become more of a company rather than a sport now. Oh, yeah, it's, not a sport. It's, 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 a, it's a business it's now. It's not a sport. It's a corporation, isn't it? Yeah. And when we did, um, well, obviously, like when we talked about like the greatest managers of all time kind of thing, like there's no, in the Premier League, there's no discussion because it's obviously only one man, the one, the one that's won it the most times, which is Sir Alex Ferguson. Alex Ferguson had like 20 years in Manchester United or 30 years, wherever it was. And he like instilled his vision from, from the start. And or everyone was always on that, and that's how they had the winning mentality to go forward. But it also like, nowadays, you don't get team then feared uh, yeah. Ferguson. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 And all that. Two minutes, okay. Two minutes. No worries. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no worries. yeah they did. They feared yeah, Ferguson. Yeah. They Are feared. We Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, we'll carry on. We'll carry yeah. on. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then, really, like, with that kind of like. But the manager turnaround that you get now, you don't have oh, anyone yeah. have that kind of long-term kind of vision. So then what Samir was talking about with like, you know, the players and the manager like being like run like a dictatorship kind of thing. Players may not have respect for a manager in um like that kind of role because they know a bad season, that manager's gonna go and they'll have another manager that they have to go. So there's no point sometimes buying into think, a vision when you don't yeah, believe that think, manager's um, gonna be in their job for long. Yes, I think it's um, with United, especially recently, it's been a bit of a revolving door of managers. Because obviously, since Fergie's gone, you've had Moyes, you've had was it Van Gaal? Was he the next yeah, one? Yeah. Van Gaal, yeah, yeah. But after Van Gaal yeah. was what Mourinho. Was it, uh, Mourinho. Mourinho, then was it Radnick? No, it was it was Solskjaer. 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 
Then yeah, then Ragnick. Then Ragnick. Brian Giggs is in there Mark. somewhere, but we won't mention. Yeah, him. No, yeah, yeah. Well, you've got Giggs in the accounts. You've had Giggs in there at that point. Yeah. So you've had yeah. what? So it's been what one, two, three, four. There's been about six, six, seven managers that United have had since obviously Ferguson left, and yeah, I think that pretty much that proves your point in the fact that why should he? Why should they buy into that style of foot? That style? I don't like that. Yeah. I'm gonna play my way. It's, yeah. And so, when you get and when you get sacked, I'm still gonna be here because I'm so and so. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. you have players that will like some of the older players like Shearer will talk about like Bobby Robson and like with very high regard say about buying into his mentality and stuff like that. But players may not like buy into a manager's mentality or even if it's positive for them because they know that manager's probably not gonna be there long. They may only yeah. be there like a half season if things go badly, especially for some of the teams where like they may not be doing too well. I feel like that's I feel like that's more I think that that tend to affect more top I don't say top table because it's changed so much like now if you finish in the top eight you've had a fantastic season mm. because so many teams it's evolved now but yeah. the old-fashioned top four the old-fashioned top four I feel like that would affect their managers and players more than it would say affect West Ham's ones because obviously remember when when we got Allardyce in it wasn't that type of football you wanted but again he no. was old-fashioned he yeah. had his way and you can't argue it gets results. Mm, he got yeah. us up. He got us up from the championship first time. Was yeah. it pretty? No. Did it work? Yes. I've never, I don't think I've seen another manager use Andy Carroll at all like that. Yes. And he managed to get the it because he always had, that's why I used to say, like, you had Red, Harry Redknapp. You had his type of players. He always took the same four players everywhere. The same Crow, four Crouch. players everywhere. If only Crouch. 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 Yeah. Crouch. 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 What a player. They, yeah. they always went everywhere with him. Like they were his type of players. You yeah. would have uh, Wenger. Mourinho. Wenger always had young players. French, young. He'd always get their, he'd always get the best out of them. Always. Yeah. And then you'd have, um, like, trying to think of who else. Uh, Mourinho? Mourinho would have... Yeah. Mourinho's players were more... There's a style. He had, a style. He, had strong, he had the strong African players, Mourinho. Yes. He really loved he the dropped, strong... Dropped defensive, players. A defensive midfielder. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that was his good one he played. I love Mourinho. <laughs> he, was yeah. the one, he was the one that brought pretty much the whole four. Like, his 4-3-3 four, three, three, or, like, 4-2-3... Yeah, whatever that, that when he when he brought that, it's that influential. I've literally just seen the teams come up for like the United and Chelsea game that's on right now. Both teams are playing that four two three one, and it will be that four three three when they're attacking. So that Marie, it's like a Mourinho's formation. Yeah, yeah. it changed the game of playing with the, yeah. with the two the two fast wingers, the unit up. What to be fair, Drogba wasn't necessarily what you'd class as a unit, as in like the Crouch style big player. But he was an animal in the air, and he was that type of player. You've got, I feel like it also shows on the players of how good you are if you can adapt. If you can adapt to that manager's um, demands and all yeah. that stuff, then yes, yeah, you're good to go. If you can't, maybe you're just not good enough. 
Maybe yeah. you're just you, not good enough. Do you think nowadays managers, when they sign with a club, they have to stay a minimum time frame? So no matter what, if your team's doing shit, no. you know they're not getting sacked, which no. means then they have to put up with that. Unless unless they specifically have a clause in their contract say that they can't be cut within a certain amount of time. Yeah, that would be given the season. But it's no one's going to have a great time. gone from Chelsea. <laughs> well, but that's the thing where if Chelsea do sack someone like they did with Potter where they signed him like sacked him pretty quickly after his Potter was paid out like 20 million or something like that something ridiculous well from Tottenham yeah, yeah probably was yeah it, about 15 like, to, with like that. Arsenal Arsenal fans typically are normally the first to turn as well on their managers mm. have you ever wanted him gone who Arteta have you ever turned? Because obviously, when Arteta first started, the only manager I, uh, uh, when it got to the end of Wenger, like getting to the end of Wenger, I was like, it's time for him to go. You can clearly see you he wanted you didn't to do go. It right, you didn't do it right, Mitch. <laughs> it's time to go. There we go. <laughs> it's time to go. All right. No, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Okay. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't like what he said about Sob. Yeah, that's, we don't. We don't back that. But with Uno not, Emery, not enough to have him dead. Hello, Emery, it was a bit fifty-fifty. Like he, you, you could see what he wanted to do, but the players that he had didn't want to do it. I will say what Emery has done with Villa is oh. absolutely amazing, and unbelievable, unreal, unreal. He's, he's, um, oh mate, what I'd do to, I would love to work with a manager like him, Uno Emery. I just want to see him. I just want to hear him say good evening. That's all I want to say. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, I think that if Emery, if Arsenal gave him a bit more time, Arsenal would have won a Premier League by now. The thing is that I find the issue that Arsenal had was the likes of Aubameyang, Lacazette. Now they've gone, we seem to have pushed pushed on again. Ozil. Ozil. Yeah, it's a shame. Urzil, uh, what happened with Urzil was a shame because when Urzil was at United, baller, just United. straight United. No, United. Um, because I'm watching, Madrid. I'm watching, I'm watching, and I'm talking, I'm watching and talking. No, um, when he was at um, when he was at Madrid, Madrid. Just baller, just he was yeah. at he was just unstoppable. But again, he uh, was he good enough to play in the Prem at for a long time? Not everyone well, can. One or two seasons, maybe. The rest of the yeah. time, it seemed like it seemed like with like especially like Abamyang and that, when they got when they got given that pay pack that was like 350,000 a week. That second that contract. Year. When they got that second that contract. Second yeah. Contract. Yeah. 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 yeah, like Salah. Like, like Salah. The first one tickles you. The first one's a little tickle. And then literally yeah. they give you their second contract and it's like, what, 100 grand a week more? You're like, yeah. you yeah. know what? I don't even need to try anymore. Right. I'm getting yeah. paid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, the that's issue that's I find. For the next contract, don't you? It seems like once you've got the big... The big money move or the big contract extension, it's just, it's it's like that's it for you. Like you just sit down and you just relax because no matter what, if you get injured, you get hey hey you get your money. Yeah, yeah. If you, you see, you know what I mean. I think that's another that's, problem as well because and players who've got so much power, 
Say, for example, we'll use Mo Salah as an example because me and Dave always bring this up when Salah's playing shit. It's like, well, he's going to get paid 350 grand next week. Who give it? He don't fucking care. Exactly. If he turned around and was like, I'm not buying into this, what Jurgen's saying anymore. I, I don't care. I, I don't back it. I don't want him here. Hmm. They can't sell Salah because one, how old's he now? 31? 32, yeah. yeah. About the that? only way, the only team that's going to come in for him is a Saudi team because they're the only team that can afford him. Yeah. Because of how much his wages are, is he going to take? Is he going to take a pay cut? I don't think so. He's now living a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Is he yeah, going to want to switch that lifestyle? Look no. at Neymar. Yeah. Look at yeah, Neymar. Well, and that's why I feel like you know when you see like the most expensive transfers, like the list of players kind of thing, and how they didn't do well with like the at the clubs they're at. It's probably for that reason because they got a huge pay for players to go with that fee, and then they just didn't perform. Like Coutinho at Barcelona, or um, oh, yeah. like, like in Pog or Pogba, like when at Man United. Yeah. So like, yeah, this is that men- it's that mentality. Yeah. It's, it's that mentality thing that's that managers when you're in like a, a manager. I've never obviously I'm talking out of my ass here kind of thing. So me is the only one who experienced of like actually coaching while well, doing a t- like a league or anything like that. When you're well, like in a league situation where you need to win a certain game, you want hungry players that have yeah. uh, feed it the same as you. But like if you haven't got that hungerness kind of from the players, then but they are getting paid so much, then you're kind of at a loss. Because look at Lukaku. You could, yeah, look, you could put on, you could put on like the youth player that's got, that's going to give you like 110 percent because they want to impress them, like being yeah, they want to prove, more. they want to yeah. prove that they're they're, they're worth they're mm-hmm. worth a shot. Yeah. yeah, but you're not going to start them over that other player if they're fit. <laughs> but you just got to hope. You just got. It's just about trying to keep the, uh, just keep the hunger, I suppose, like in players. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. you know, we with the best players in the world, your Messi's or Ronaldo's kind of thing, they bring that up in themselves. You know, they they want to be better, so they strive to be better. But that's not how human beings work. Obviously, we're all built different. So you yeah. know, some people, and that's why I'm happy that there is a Saudi league, and I feel like America oh, yeah. should get there as well. Because if there is a player that does just want to be in the game to make money, there's a place you can go. Go do it, like Oscar. I will give. He did I will it in give. Um, I'll give. Uh... Koulibaly, all the respect in the world. He was at Chelsea for, what, a season? Yeah. Collecting a paycheck, pretty much. Uh, and then the Saudi deal came around. Um, and he was like, obviously he went. Um, Ooh. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure he turned around and he said, I'm pretty sure Koulibaly is uh, is Muslim. It's yeah, a Muslim country. Yeah. Um, and then also he was like, do you understand how much money I'm getting paid to do something that I enjoy? He was like, my family will not want for anything ever again. He was like, I'm, he was like, I'm going for the money. And I would look, I read it and I was like, you know what? I respect that. Can't, can't yeah. even, you can't even turn around and say, no, nah, you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, Koulibaly's what, 26? He can go out there, play two, no, three seasons out there. He's older than that. He's older than that. 28? Yeah. 28? Yeah, it's got to be close to 30. If not, if he could like, still yeah. play He could still play still. two years out there and then go and play in yeah. France. Easily. Whereas you look at Jordan Henderson, Henderson you think, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jordan, Jordan won, lads, honestly, Jordan won, yeah, I'm laughing my fucking head off because, because like, it's him, yeah, <laughs> all for this, um, you know, LGBT massive supporter and everything. Big advocate. I thought you know he was doing really, really amazing things with charities organization. Yeah. As soon as the fucking money came, he's fucked up. <laughs> he was yeah, exactly. right on that. Straight on that plane, mate. Mate, he saw that cheddar. 
I'm sorry, yeah, but he <laughs> saw that cheddar and he thought, all right, fuck you, lot. You lot ain't paying me nothing, mate. All right, I'm off. That one, yeah. mate, I'm like, I'm like, Jordan, you kind of fucking, yeah, that was. Do you know, do you know the enough. worst thing? Do you know what the worst thing about that is? The worst thing about Jordan Henderson going out there, right, getting paid all that money, dropping all of his just his self-respect, playing yeah. in front of 900 fans, he still gets picked before Ward Prowse for England. How is that possible? Why? Why? I cannot believe that. I deserve to be in that England team more than Jordan Henderson does. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, Actually, no. do you know what's worse? Calvin, Even Calvin Phillips deserves to play in front of him. At least yeah. he plays in front of more than 900 people. <laughs> there's 900 there's probably 900 uh, staff in the grounds that he's playing in yeah i mean it's i mean ridiculous. i mean all seriousness like um when you get when you've got all of these players that are going over to saudi and um they're getting criticism and stuff like that if you look at majority of them that's gone over there they're predominantly they're predominantly muslim um yeah. From Africa, uh, West Africa, Kante, particular. Kante, Kante, Benzema, Koulibaly. Henderson. Henderson <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Henderson yeah, now. Else, you've, got, you've got Edward Mendy, you've got... Um, yeah, I forgot about Mendy. Mane, you've got, you, do you know what I mean? So, so you look at where they come from. Their countries is mainly French French colony, okay? Mm. Um, and every single country, I always, I do my study, every single country, which I've got up here now, every single country that France colonised in Africa are usually the poorest countries in Africa, which oh, has wow. actually been proven, okay? That's why Mane has done so That's much. That's why Mane, Kante, I mean, Kante is French, but he's from Guinea. He's yeah. of Guinea, so, and he's Muslim as well, so... You look at where they come from, the demographics of where they've come from, every single country that they're from has has experienced a civil war or famine in the last 10, 15 years. I, I hate to interrupt, but I think United are about to get a penalty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why are you, why, 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 why that moment where you just brought up I don't make the rules oh. because literally Anthony has just been stamped on pretty much in the box. I'm just saying because if they don't give oh, us... Oh, that's a penalty, bro. That's, hey, a penalty. This is why, that's why I did it. That's why I did it. Because I knew that was coming. Yeah. I knew that was coming. I don't uh, make the rules, okay? I'm just... Yeah. Uh, blame like, Amazon shouldn't have it on TV. Amazon shouldn't have football. it on TV. It's the truth. Football is ruining this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> blame Jeff Bezos yeah. and his egghead. Blame him. It's his it's fault. A, is it, this isn't it's interesting for the listener. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is, because we just get to, they just get to hear us shouting all the time. They love it. They love to hear us shout. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so, so I'm, I'm was... sure there's more. I'm sure there's more players. There's a is Abamyang, is he Muslim as well? Because I heard that he might yeah. be even going out to Saudi as well. Yeah, he will be, yeah, yeah, because he's a Mar is it Mars? Yeah, Marseille, Marseille, yeah, yeah, because I know yeah. he scored a, scored a cheeky little bicycle kick at the uh, the other weekend. In, that was when he had got the hat trick, wasn't it? Yeah, and he's um, I've seen that he was there's a rumor he might be going to uh Saudi because he's. But... He I obviously when he was at that Dortmund, would be for the money. That would be oh, of course for the it, money. But yeah. also as well, it wouldn't surprise me another player who is um yeah who, who is Muslim. So like, do you know you know for a fact that any player who is Muslim 
will see a move like that, and it won't even be just the money. It's, the make, it's what I can see. It's why I can see Salah going there. Obviously, money, but for him, he's Egyptian. He's also Muslim. It works for him. It's going to work. Yeah. Oh. You, you, you're, you are so terrible, Fernandez. Honestly, why is that? Did he miss? Why is that? Was arguably one of the worst penalties I've ever seen. You, why is he still? Oh my gosh, mate. Okay, maybe now. Okay, maybe now it was worth it. Maybe now the interruption was worth it. Okay, cool. <laughs> maybe now it was worth it. Make a, make, a, make, a, make a note of that. 57 minutes. We'll make a note of that. Right, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, with, with these, play, you, you know, with these players that are going to Saudis, especially the African, um, you know, Muslim um, pe- um, players. So, I mean, most of my, uh, as you know, my name's Arabic. Um, I am Muslim myself. Um, you know, I'm, I won't say I'm proper devout or anything. I'm quite moderate. Um, you know, I do love my bacon sardines every now and then. <laughs> that, is a, that, that is a weakness. Every that is, that is my weakness. You put, mate, 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 you put a rack of ribs in front of me, mate. I swear down, mate, I will fight you. <laughs> anyway, um... listen, I went, listen, I went to a college. I went to a college that had a mosque in the college, and the amount of people that I knew that would do the same thing is. It's just, just listen. It it's oh, everyone's man. weakness. Everyone, everyone crumples. I mean, to be fair, not really me because I don't rate it that much. But I understand it because if it's done properly, I'll eat it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Um, yeah. And um, and like, if you if you look at the culture, the culture in in Europe, you know, in in Europe and America, and you look at the culture in Middle East, you know. Um, especially in Qatar in certain countries. Um, yes, there is, there is, you know, there is laws and, you, you know, laws and stuff like that. And we might not agree with them. However, the lifestyle there is much more cleaner than it is over here. What they're exposed to in terms of social media is totally different. For example, if you're in China, you go on TikTok in China, it's not about people doing silly dances. It's TikToks about people doing within aeroplanes and you know a child a young chinese boy who is a who is like world class on piano and stuff like that you know so so the lifestyle is so different over there and i read an article you know ronaldo was one of the first people to move over there and when and, and wherever that man goes opens floodgates for some reason and um oh, of course. and he was saying that i've never been healthier in my life in my entire life He's never been healthier. He's never lived a clean life in his life since moving to Saudi. Yes, the league might might not not be as nowhere near the level of the European football, but it'll bloody get there. Um, you know, and and I, I think, think the Saudi league is going to get there before the Chinese league does. The Saudi oh, league definitely get there. China. Oh. I know oh, China, China, gave China gave up because when they just started dishing out money, yeah. and then I'm pretty sure it was like the FA or if it was Turner was like, Yeah, no, we'll, have, we'll, yeah. We'll, have none, we'll have none of that. You're going to have a salary cap, and that's yeah. it. And then that Chinese league pretty much died. Because yeah. Oscar yeah. and Oscar, it was Oscar and Ramirez were like two of the big Ramirez, names. Was it Hulk? Hulk was there as well. Do you remember yeah. Hulk? I, yeah, Hulk? I personally think Hulk is one of the most overrated players purely because he's not done it. At the level that most of the other players have, 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's, he's Hulk is probably uh, maybe overrated might be the wrong word, but it may be the case of Hulk is the big if it's oh. the biggest if if player. He's a good what, defender, though. Or could have been. He yeah. is a very he's good, good Avenger. Avenger, yes. He's a very good Avenger, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just feel like with Hulk, he was uh, like it was like, oh, what if, what if he played yeah. for Chelsea, or what if he signed? Because I'm pretty sure he at one point nearly signed for Chelsea. Um, he's probably yeah. been linked to United. Probably been linked. He's probably been linked with like the top six. At some I don't point. think he was linked with Arsenal because if he was linked with Arsenal, he'd been linked with Arsenal for about ten years. Like yeah, majority true. of people. Yeah, I can probably I. I can promise you, he's definitely not been linked with West Ham. Um, <laughs> and if he hadn't yeah. been linked with West Ham, Tottenham would have obviously been interested as well because they're interested. Yeah, every, in we are. <laughs> it seems like every player that West Ham is interested every, in. Uh, West, West Ham are interested in reading the paper. and you know, Tottenham are also interested in reading <laughs> said paper. Well, you know, if if they're good enough, they'll want to it come to the It seems that way team, with yeah. Arsenal and Chelsea at the moment. Arsenal are interested. Chelsea go, oh, we want that as well. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. and then our players get stolen by other, by other teams like Liverpool yeah. stole Diaz and Chelsea stole Williams. Yeah. Or, or what happens is you're interested in the player, Chelsea sign him, and he turns out like Mudrick, and you're like, oh, thank God for that. Oh, yeah, for, for, for... We, we throw we a bid out, and they go, no, we're going to throw all the money at this, and then turns out to be like Mudrick. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, Um. oh, Lim, yeah, um. By the way, I am so with you in that about Ward Prowse. What has mm-hmm. that man got to do to get into that England team? Um, I was saying that about Jack Grealish, you know, a couple of years ago when he wasn't getting picked and stuff. But this is a joke now. It's becoming a joke, really, because if we had Ward Prowse there, that would that would release a lot more freedom for a player like Bellingham to do what he's doing at Real Madrid. He does a two-man job, don't he? Bellingham is just a baller. <laughs> Bellingham is... Oh, he, I, don't, I don't know what's happened. Like, I don't know what's happened. I know he went to Real Madrid, but still, I don't know what's happened to him. Like, as the moment he he's put not... that five... the moment he put that shirt on with the five on the back, yeah. it's like he's just morphed into Zidane. Zidane, yeah, for real. Just, oh, just, my just, God. Just, doing, just doing bits here, there, and scoring goals... Getting yeah. in positions that a centre mid really shouldn't be in. He has no right in being in those positions. Well, he's, he's playing as number ten pretty much now, and he's yeah, he's like pretty much. Yeah. But I think the problem yeah. we have as well in the England squad as well is Trent Alexander-Arnold can't tackle, so he can't play at right back. Really, he's better at centre mid. Uh, Foden is actually really good at centre mid. Uh, Rice obviously runs that midfield. Um, again, you're welcome. Uh, and <laughs> and if you were to put the thing is, if you put War Prowse, like I understand his choices if that's where the players he's putting in midfield, but he's not, he's picking players like Henderson and Phillips, and Phillips because they're like his boys. Like, don't pick them because they're your pals, mate. Pick them because they're playing well, they're not. Yeah. Same as like when Maguire kept getting in the team, it's like, but you're not playing for Man United. Why are you? Why are you on the? T- why are you yeah, in the team? Yeah. It's like I've always been. I've uh, always said that they should play um, Tomori. I I think Tomori's a great centre half, and he, yeah, he yeah. didn't get picked all the time. He eventually has been getting. It's like picked. Mark Gahey as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Gahey, Mark, yeah. yeah Mark, I, I like him. I like him a lot. To be honest, I there's a lot. He... The, we've lost a lot of young English players to a lot of like uh, a lot of African nations, obviously where they've got dual nationality, 
They've mm. been like, oh, I'm not going to play for this. And so why am I wasting my time getting picked for England? I'm going to go and play. Yeah. Um, I'm going right. to go and play for like, like um, it was it Iwobi? He's Nigerian, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iwobi played for England schoolboys all the way to 21s, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think he did, and then he just didn't get picked, and he was like, you know what? You're never going to pick me, so fuck the yeah. lot of you. I'm going to go and play for Nigeria, and he, and to be honest, he's probably one of the first names on his team on their team sheet. And yeah. Because, yeah, and he'll go yeah, and he'll play great. In, in, this is what I hate about the F, what I don't I dislike about the FA as well. It's like um, you wouldn't pick a player for a long, long time. It's like they did it with Danny Welbeck. He was playing under twenty ones for a long time, and then he never really got a look in. So Danny Welbeck is Danny Welbeck. Both of his parents are from Ghana, born and bred. He actually speaks the language. Uh, you know, um, that's I'm from Ghana as well. And um, and as soon as as soon as he he made contact with Ghana FA that's it the fucking English FA just come in you know come in for him picked him play a couple of games so he's not eligible to go and play for Ghana anymore and fucking stop picking him again they did exactly the same with um, Hudson Odoi as well it was only last year Hudson Odoi decided I'm going to play for I'm going to play for Ghana and then the FA came in for him picked him Matt, then, Matty Cash we said that earlier Matty Cash Matty Cash yeah, yeah. Was yeah. he? Was he play left back or is he play left back or right back or neither? He can right play back. both. He can play yeah. so either, but is he is he getting in front? Even though Trent can't tackle, is yeah. he going to no, get picked instead of Trent? Is he going to get picked no. instead of Walker? Is he going to get picked no, instead of Shaw? Fuck him. No, fuck Cash. Okay, <laughs> it's, 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 it's yeah. another one. Another one for me as well though is um, Mikel Antonio. I think he's yeah. he just pisses me off. He's and since the reason he pisses me off more than anything is since he's played for Jamaica. He has become the biggest sulking bastard ever. It's like, oh, I play, I, I, I'm a, I play national football now. Like, I, I, I don't need to try. It seems like he's lost the <laughs> ambition to fight for his yeah. like, national because team when place. he was, because I remember that them games where Jamaica were looking at him because they had games coming up and Jamaica were looking at him. Yeah. He was playing like a man possessed. He was, he had something to fight for. But now it's like you've got what you wanted. But why can't you? Why can't you keep pushing? Anthony that, that's, that's how yeah, I see. Anthony that's how shit. I see Eddie and Ketia. He yeah, played, that's the one he, he played. Yeah. Make a touch. Finally, this one. Oh, it's the Scottish. <laughs> it's the Scottish Pele. Scottish Pele. I tell you what, mate. I tell you what. He should. They need to make. <laughs> they need to. Um, Ten Hag needs to drop all these flipping prima donnas and be, and just stick with that man, Scott McTominay. He needs to compensate for him because he's better going forward. Never link put my phone in the back four. Sorry, Carol. Link, link, link to West Ham as well with when Harry Maguire was. But Tom, oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Watch him go West Ham and be unbelievable. And be no, no, we unbelievable. Got, we, we, got, we, we got Alvarez and Ward Prowse in that midfield. Look what he did when, he went, when Lingard went. Don't talk to me about that fucking snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah, I, I, I'm pissed off at Lingard because I actually wanted him to go back to West Ham. He literally came. We gave him. We we welcomed him with open arms, and we he, we loved him. He was like, "This is something different. It's what we need." Then he was like, "He has to go back," and was like, "It sucks," but we knew it weren't going to be forever. And then he got a chance to sign, and we were like, "We'll get him." And then he went to Forest for money because he was asking for stupid money. He was like, "No, fuck you. You're not that good. Go play for Forest, innit? it." How many goals did you score? How many games did you play? You yeah. sat on the bench for most of the season. The then you had the cheek. Then you had the cheek to come back 
trained with us. We got you up to match fit. Yeah. And you decided to go to Saudi for money. And then the Saudi team turned around and went, you know what? Nah, you're all right, bruv. You're all right, mate. Yeah. And what are you doing now? What are you doing now? He's probably forming stupid little fucking TikToks. Yeah, he's, fucking probably, he's, probably, yeah, he's probably doing all of them fucking shit, isn't he? Fucking, <laughs> God, don't even start oh, fucking yeah. anger. You know, this is, this is also what, what I meant, what I was saying as well, gents, about, about the application of footballers nowadays is, is that, for, you know, if you're not with a club, you could be a fucking TikTok. You could make your millions from, from your followers. Yeah. yeah. You know, back in my days when I was playing, maybe before that, football was what you had. When you was in school, mm. if, if I misbehave in school, guess what? What for the academy will find out about it? And guess what? They will fucking tell me to stay home and not come training. And, I'll, mm. and that will hurt. So nowadays, yeah. you've got these footballers, if they're getting dropped, oh, fuck it, I'm well, that's all right. I'm just going to go and just, just go and talk to a few people, my followers, and make couple of hundred grand or maybe doing advertisement stuff like or that do, or, they'll, or they'll start they'll just do what players do now they'll yeah. just stream they'll just play yeah, people yes. they'll stream the hunger and desire of the actual game and giving your your all totally for the love of football is dying fellas unfortunately and um well, what what would have happened when you was playing <laughs> you were injured and then they found out that you were filming dancing videos and putting it out. Oh, mate. So, <laughs> so um, I was, when I was at Wickham, um, I, I got to, I left Watford Academy. I didn't get a scholarship with Watford. And then I got picked up by Wickham under 18s. And then, and then after, and at that time it was 2006, Paul Lambert was manager at that time. And so, um, that's a, that's a name there. That is Paul really, Lambert. That, honestly, that's like, that's honestly, honestly, mate, Paul Lambert. Because before Paul Lambert was Tony Adams. Fuck me. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. And um, Paul Lambert was amazing. So I got so I got a pro contract in literally like seven months of of you know being a scholar, and then um and I was playing a lot of reserve football and training two days a week with the first team and that you know so I was training with players like Tommy Mooney and. You know, Lee, um, Neil, Neil Lennon, back in, you know, Neil Lennon, I uh, played with him yeah. as well. I think Wickham was his last club, then he retired. Um, and and I can remember this um, in the changing room. Um, we, 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 um, we was in the Carling Cup at that time. It was, it's now the Carabao Cup. It was the Carling Cup back then. We're all we, showing our age here, by calling yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was showing our age. Yes. <laughs> we were... Well, um, we yeah. we've won we've won the we've won the quarterfinals of the Carling Cup, so we drew Chelsea at home. Oof. The first leg that was at home against Chelsea. That's a money game. That is that is yeah, a that money was amazing. Game. That I, is... I played. I tell you what. Next week, I will I will get the clip and I'll show you. I played eight minutes of that game. I was sub. I was only seventeen years old. Wow. I came on. I played left back. Joe Cole was playing fucking right wing, fellas. <laughs> and um, wow. Yeah, yeah, Joe Cole got the ball, cut inside, cut him back outside again, almost pop money. So we did that twice, done me like a kid. So the first time I just fucking took him out. Yes. Brexit challenge. There we go. Yeah. Plum, have some of that. Yeah. I just took him out. So he went left wing. And, um, and, um, <laughs> scared, him, scared him into switching. That's, yeah. that's what you call a proper Brexit challenge. He's like, no, 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 let's switch. Let's switch. I ain't yeah. having none of that. And um and and literally um we had we we had um Tommy Mooney up front 
who was also a Watford legend player. Um, and then we had a player called um, Will Ansui and Stefanok centre-offs. And um, half-time, they were just bickering, bickering, because, you know, um, things wanted to go well. And I was like, right, yo, you're playing against Chelsea, for goodness sake. And that was where Carlo Cudicini was playing in goal. Michael Essien was on the bench. Terry was on the bench. Um, uh, who else was playing? Joe Cole was obviously was playing. Um, uh, it's like a Marine. Mourinho team of like the mid 2000s. Yeah, was, it, was it the Mourinho team or was it the um, the Mourinho team? It was, who was the manager for Mourinho again? Ranieri, yeah, yeah, Ranieri, Ranieri, Ranieri built the bases Ranieri. of that team, yeah, yeah. No, it was Mourinho. So Mourinho, we have Essien, Mourinho's my boy, Essien. Wow. Um, Jogbo wasn't in a squad, Jogbo was resting at that time, and um, literally, fellas, um, half time, there was a lot of arguments going on and stuff like that and then you know Paul um Paul was like the manager was like settle down settle down some of the players wasn't listening and he just went fucking shut the fuck up that's and then and he said I'm the fucking boss here I pay your fucking wages this and that you fucking listen and boy we ended up drawing one one scoring in the 89th minute um by Jermaine and went to Chelsea and got hammered five nil but um <laughs> but um but like we are so missing managers like that because because those managers there are the ones that they put everything in. They put everything into everything, what they do. And I feel like Warnock as well. I feel like Warnock was one of those managers Warnock, as well. Yeah, Warnock, Warnock's one of those managers as well. He's a, char- um, he's a character as well. I love Neil Warnock. Amazing. He's, got, uh, he's, an, he's, the, he's one of the last shit houses left in football. I oh, like. brilliant. He's just, Brilliant. He's like, you play like a bunch of C next Tuesday. He's not afraid to. He'll tell you. He'll just tell you how he feels and they don't think he cares. And, you know, yeah, I, that's another manager that I would, I would, you know, I would have, if I was playing, I would have strived under him. So, but there are certain managers I just wouldn't, I think that, okay, you're a very good coach, but you're not a manager. Now, Fergie, was a manager. He was a decent coach, but he was just a manager who had a mate, who had a great recruiting eye for great yeah. coaches. He knew and how to. Good. He knew how to manage man manage his players. That's what players. it was. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what. So so if you look at a lot of teams now, yeah, when they're getting interviewed, managers like head coach, head coach, yeah. it's not first team coach or first team assistant, whatever. It's never manager anymore, is it? No. Uh, no, no it's always head team first, like yeah. first coach, yeah, head it's, coach. It's, it's always yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, 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 it's no more managing anymore. It's, yeah, it's it's like you've got all these sporting directors and stuff like that in place, which is amazing, but we're missing, we're missing actual managers. We're creating coaches. Coaches, coaches are, you as a player, you can chat shit to a coach. But you, I guarantee you, if you know that's your manager, you will not talk rubbish to him because he's no. your manager. Is that making mm. sense? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. essentially, you, he's, uh... your, he's your boss, whereas the other one's more your supervisor. That's the way. There you go. There you that's go. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a, and you have a respect for that manager. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you ne- you never pretended to be injured in order to no, you know no. go for a sneak- sneaky one down the pub or something like that, yeah. No, because the manager, a manager, will take his time out to find out who you are, to see where you're from. It's like one of my favourite managers, obviously, up to now is Mourinho. I absolutely love Mourinho because of the stuff that he's done in my country. He's very, 
he when he was at Chelsea, he created an academy with Michael Essien in Ghana. Um, Marina still goes to Ghana every year. He's got a couple of houses there, a couple of charities, and oh. and um, and and for me, he's a manager because I don't know if you heard about his story, him and Michael Essien, how they become their friendship. Michael Essien calls uh, Mourinho like he's my he's like my dad because Mourinho's always said that I really want to, I love my African players because I, I I really find that where they come from. He's been to all these African players, Didier Drogba, he's been to Ivory Coast, been to see where he's where he was born, where he slept. You know, Michael Essien didn't come he came from nothing. He had three sisters that raised him really, so he didn't have much. So so. So as a manager, you make the time to go to these places with these players and you find out who, who they are, which makes you a better manager, which makes you more equipped to, to use them in a certain way to benefit your team. And that's that's yeah. how successful Mourinho was. Mm. Um, it's a very good book, actually. You should definitely read it, fellas. Yeah. You can't understand your players until you understand where they come from and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, the, like, you know, the whole idea of, like, you're kind of, like, nurturing young men kind of thing and, like, you know, being a good person, being a father figure to those boys can, you know, bring out the best of them. I think that's probably important, especially with the young players. Like, if... if, yeah. if that, that's kind of what Ferguson did, wasn't it? Like, that was his... Yeah. Uh, look at what he did. Like, prime example... Obviously, we've seen the Beckham documentary. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's fucking fantastic. But you see there, Ferguson, there's a perfect example of him basically being Beckham's second dad, really, or his football dad, in a way. Yeah. Because from a very young age, he took him in, his arm round him. Come on. Come and sit with the first team. Go train. Come have a look. This, that, the other. Slowly, slowly. And then he kicked the boot at his head. Um <laughs> Yeah. Well, obviously, like when the World Cup thing happened in '98, when oh yeah, that's that was that was that was that, was that was such a like a dad's looking out like They've, looking out for his yeah. son. Ferguson literally when he when Beckham was on the phone to Fergie afterwards, crying about how he let his country down, kind of thing. Ferguson just went, Don't, "Never mind that. You get back on the plane to here. You're you're Manchester United now. You know." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would yeah, that well, be your, your home is Scottish as well? Possibly, yeah. Possibly, yeah. but he was yeah, smart because he was, he was like because if. If something like that, you don't get out in front of it, it will get worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it could have affected, like, I mean, it did affect him. It affected him a little bit. But obviously, if Ferguson hadn't put his arm around Beckham and basically man managed his time yeah. and he basically was in, in training, out training, in, yeah. out. There's none of this outside signing stuff. Yep. Uh, none of this signing stuff. None of the talking to the press in... And then in training, oh, yeah, in training, yeah, yeah. in training, and it didn't help that they, like Beckham's first match really came back from that France was a way to West Ham. <laughs> Listen, I will. Uh, I after seeing that footage, I do feel bad because you know um, it's Ooh. it's awful. But again, mm. I will say. I wasn't even there, so it's not my problem. <laughs> it's not my problem. Uh, yeah. Well, I think Beckham was one of those players Fergie couldn't control because Beckham was a little bit out of control, wasn't he? For for a minute with later his... on. Oh, later, later on. Once he later once he on. became once he became bigger than the footballing name, mm. that's when uh when he started wearing he was... sarongs and that. Yeah. When yeah. Oh. Advertising advertising pants and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that, that around about the same time he got with Victoria? Mm-hmm. That, was yeah. after, that was after. Yeah. That would have been after. As soon yeah. as he met her, that was it, yeah. bang. Yeah. 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 But it's well, hard for footballers, especially around this time, like with like Christmas and stuff, because like, it's like the busiest time for like football and stuff. Especially if you play for... um, fans. Yeah, especially if you play for a team that's in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then like... I know, well, I know your players don't understand this, this uh, the struggle, Dave. You know, I know it's just it's, it's hard to understand. <laughs> um, but our team's in Europe. You know, we've got extra games to play and stuff. Um, have you have you never played uh, in Champions League? Or... Uh, we don't but... play in it because we just win it. So you know, just... yeah, we yeah. we went into the, anyway. we went into the Conference League. At least we, we fielded a team and didn't get kicked out. So that's fine. <laughs> but this this year, there's no, games. It is, uh, it's a lot games of games. Is that, six, is that sixty games? Is it sixty games in a month? Yeah, yeah. So I think each five. team have got. I think like Arsenal, they had like nine or ten games this month alone. Oh wow! Yeah, we've got yeah, like and... in the. I remember reading something or hearing something when we played at the weekend that we've got something like another six or seven games in the next like thirty odd days or something. We've got like, a game at the weekend. Like and... I think a game just before Christmas, a game after Christmas, and a game New Year's Day. Well, yeah, yeah like, especially around especially around Christmas time, as I was saying, because mm. like on the weekend, Christmas Eve is on the Sunday. So there's games on that weekend. Then there's games yeah. midweek, like just after Christmas. And then there is yeah. games on New Year's Eve on that weekend yeah. as well. So like yeah. that's a busy, busy period where... That's like, just, and that's just training. Prem. So that's yeah. just Prem. If you've got Europa League, you've got Europa Conference League, you've got Champions yeah. League, that's extra that's games. Yeah, but even yeah. our lower down in the lower down in the lower divisions as well, kind of thing. They're all playing around this time as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, not, so unlike like the Bundesliga league. and stuff, I think are there. Uh, yeah, they are. Christmas is, there, is, there, is there winter break started yet? Probably. They're in Spain, but yeah. yeah. Um, so you know that's that 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 sucks for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got that way. But you know, it's Christmas right <laughs> at least. Listen, you pay me the amount of money they're getting played, mate. I'll play on Christmas fucking day. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, to be honest, on Boxing Day actually. So for us, for us, on we've got, I think we've got a match the day before Christmas Eve, and then we've got a match on Boxing Day, and then we've got a match on New Year's Day as well. So yeah, yeah, that's that's with my uh, with my club. So yeah, we're um, yeah, it's a lot of matches coming up for us. Is so, um, especially after Christmas, going to be a lot, a lot of Tuesday, Saturdays, Tuesday, Thursday matches, Saturday. So. There'll be weeks where we we there'll be weeks where we won't even train and we train three times a week. So does yeah. any football actually enjoy Christmas? So are they just sitting there just thinking, God, my feet hurt. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, um, so I played I've played the game on Boxing Day when I was playing. Um, you know, um I was on loan from Wickham to Woking um for three months, and um that's where yeah, and um we had a match on Boxing Day. So for me, on Christmas Day, you train in the morning. You train in the morning, you do your set pieces or whatever, and then you just have a bit of fun with the team. And, you know, you do, like, you know, crossbar challenges or whatever. And, you know, and after that, you go home. Well, you film go that nowadays. Film on What's that? Yeah. You film that now and you can put it on TikTok. Well, exactly. It's, yeah, you can. And then you can make yourself a few, few quid, can't you? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, um. Footballers, they don't really, I'll be honest with you, mate, when they come on and they're like, yeah, it's, it's a bit hard and it ain't hard, fellas, okay? It's not hard. It's not hard for them. They have to, a lot. some of them, it might be a bit difficult because some of them have families 
in different countries, you know, you know, you've, you've you know, what I mean, if you've got someone from South America or whatever, or, or, or especially someone from Africa, you've got to get visas and stuff like that. And sometimes it's very difficult. So I can understand certain players that miss it, that miss, you know, um, that are missing home and missing family members during the Christmas period. How, um, however, if you ask the average player, nah, not really bothered. They see the family every day. Um, they're just literally done. They, they go to training ground from nine o'clock. You train, you're at the training ground by one o'clock and you're sitting yeah. at two o'clock on Christmas, you know. You know it'll also be as well, like, even though you're going to work, essentially, yeah. it seems like a lot of the players, like the team, their teammates and their family anyway. So you kind of like, yeah. you see your second, yeah. you see your second, you're going to see your boys or something like that. You go and see them, you do your training, you fuck around a bit on the pitch. You've probably yeah. got something like a secret Santa that you do, you piss around. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then you go home to like your family's families, yeah, and then you get ready it. for the game the next day. It feels like some players are like that. Yeah, that's it, mate. Honestly, that's 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 literally all it is, fellas. Um, I mean, I I lived when when I I go back to I I'll go back to when I was playing again. Um, you know, I I lived in a house with I don't know if you had a West Brom player, Matt, Matty Phillips, Scottish international. Well, he, yep. he hasn't been picked. So so we were really close. We were. We were um, Diggs buddies, so we, we lived when we were scholars together. We, you know, we lived in the same house, Diggs. And then when we signed pro and that, um, we yeah, we we lived in a house together. We shared in a house together, and um, and literally, um, yeah, I mean, come to Christmas, we 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 weren't really bothered, really. We we all, I think all we was bothered about is getting our Christmas bonus, which was quite nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's always you know, good about the bonus. Yeah, and then you yeah. go to the training ground and see see what the bosses have got, you know, got the players, see what the chairman's got us, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose but, if you, I suppose if you do miss any like family or anything like that, if they do live far away, football is a yeah. nice distraction. And being with it the teammates, kind of thing that does uh, does brings you back. So yeah, yeah there's a camaraderie. Yeah. You can also do a uh, yeah. also do a Neymar as well, and just get sent off or pretend you're injured. And he's, yeah. Or do a or do a Harry Kane and get sent off over uh, a Super Bowl season, isn't it? Or get yeah. injured, get injured, injured, injured. Field goals. Honestly, Fellas, there is so much going on in the world right now. In what we have access to, what these footballers have access to. So you can imagine the multi-millionaire footballer, um, the access that that per person has to, just access in, in everything, you know. So there was so much distractions. Back in the days, it was nothing like that, you know. I, I really, really do miss football, um, football just being football. Yeah. You're, you're a football player. Yeah. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about all of this nonsense. You're there to play football. I flip and miss that gen so much. Um, yeah, the game. The game yeah. has changed. The game has changed yeah. definitely. But then, yeah. But then, I suppose at like the grassroots lower level, it's kind of like has improved. They must have like from like like yeah, grassroots has games. improved. Yeah. yeah, it has. It has improved. Um, you know, there is a lot of protections from. You know, I mean, there's a lot of re restrictions for play for parents now. You know, parents are not allowed to swear and stuff like that anymore. You can't get yeah. on a roof and that. So yeah. they're making it a little bit more like a academy style in grassroots level. You know, they started that when I was playing football. I think they've. Been, I think they're trying well, to instill that respect for the referee. Yeah, so they if, are. If if because I mean, it's a very small percentage, isn't it, of uh, of players who um, actually 
yeah. quote unquote make it. So, but yeah. if they do that, when they do get there, that they're not like want to fly kick the ref if they don't get a foul or Absolutely. something like that. Like, My granddad got told off quite a few times having a go at the referee when when I was playing. What did, what did he call it? What was his choice? What was his choice of words? Uh, was too busy playing football. That's the thing. You're playing football. Your your mind is on football. You don't care about anything else until that final whistle goes. That's that's what you you care about. Uh, nah, to be fair, yeah. nah, to be fair, Mitch. When I was playing at the uh, the very meager level that I did was, uh, I, my mind wasn't on the football. My mind was on getting inside someone else's. That was me. I was the one that was, uh, I'd, I'd get my ass kicked because I'd be running my mouth too much. That was where my... Oh, was. you were one of those. I was the, I was the shit house. I was the one that with the, with the quick feet and would just, uh, I was a bit, I was a bit of a diver. I, I, I used to dive uh, <laughs> all over the place. And yeah, no, that's, that my mind was inside theirs yeah. playing games. <laughs> Rent free. Well, Rent I went free, from mate, playing at my age to being the baby of the team because I, I went from my ages then playing for my older brother's team. So I was the baby of the team. And then you oh, see all like, the parents, my... you get all the parents like, oh, he's tiny. Yes, I'm the youngest on this team. They say, oh, he's tiny. He says, oh, he's tiny. And then he just fucking ebb butts the yeah. centre half because he gets in an oh, yeah. Hey. Really, yeah. Fucking have that. Mitch, you're only a year younger than your older brother. Yeah. When you've got into 18, that was I think the he means, teams. I think he means uh, stature. I mean, he probably wasn't fully like, he wasn't, he wasn't, Oh, I, I, I when I was war, war, war. Dave, you know, when I was younger, I was a stick. He was, I was a stick. <laughs> me, me too. So my legs look like twigs. No, if he gets tackled, he's going to get snapped. Yeah, but oh, no I've one, had, I've, no I've one had really. That. I, I had that when I was playing in college, and I was supposed yeah. to be pretty, almost. I was supposed to be almost a man, and I still had that. I still get that the best, now. I still, the best, I still I remember, get that now. The best way to describe Mitchell playing football is fearless. <laughs> he used to run at everything. Mitch, Mitch, remind, Mitch uh, from what I've heard, you remind me of an old fashioned centre mid, just stuck into everything. No, I, no, he was I, on, he was on the wing or fullback kind of thing. Yeah, he was on wing or fullback, right, but right side. Majority I remember time, him. I played yeah. everywhere. But, but like, was, he was, was but he was fearless in that. He was fearless that he'd run for everything and get stuck in with the, in everything as well. So that the ball was you, like, you can't, you can't be go for it. You can't play football and not be fearless. You can't be scared. Put it this way, I would yeah. like when the ball, like say on the eleven side pitch, when I was playing against all like the adults in quotation marks, the ball would be going like someone's put a long ball across and no one's going for it because it looks like it's going off going off for a goal kick. I'm the one that's run down there. I've got the ball. Yeah. I've turned around. There's no one there. So I'm like, yeah. what do yeah, I do? And I've got all these defenders running at me. He's put the afterburners on, mate, and he's just like, I'm off skis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got the ball, and then I've got like two defenders coming at me. I'm like, there's still no one in the box. I can't cross it in. I was, so I was the one to try and go through. <laughs> I was the one that, if the ball had very obviously gone out of play, but off, off the other player, I was the one I was turning to the ref and going, put my hand up, going, "That's our oh, ball, by yeah. the way, ref." Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always, always, <laughs> always, always call for it, even if it's not yours. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always so that's our ball, it. ref. That's our ball, yeah. ref. <laughs> yeah. Shit, ass tactics, mate. It was always trying to take you. Nah, bro. Try take quick, you. What are you talking about? Try taking the try taking the quick throw in before the ref yeah. knows. So the ref's just like, all right, play on, quick, just get, get yeah. on with it. <laughs> so that's, that was another one of my tactics. It'd be like if it had definitely gone, 
Um, oh, no, I should have saved that. That was terrible. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> if um, if the board gone out and you'd taken the throw, is the player who's arguing with the ref up standing behind him? Just being like, well, I'm for, man. That's our pro, brother. You, what, you're blind. Like, I, I, know you feel like, I, I used to literally be like, I've got glasses in my bag, man. I'll give them to you half time. All right, we're, we're good. <laughs> and it, it literally, it come. I've got so many like marks and scars and stuff on my legs from studs where I've literally just been up in just in someone's ear, in their ear, in their ear. I've got the ball, mate, and it's my own fault. And I yeah. just get, oh, I just feel my shirt get pulled, or it's just a foot up my ass. I'm finished. I'm getting booted. And then all I do, as soon as they touch me, I should just go down. Like I've been, like I've been shot. Oh. I'd go down and get back up. No, no, I'd get down and stay down. Chumba Wamba style. Yep. <laughs> all right, fellas, I was um, anti-Chumbawamba. All right, gents. Um, I've got to shoot off. I might, yeah. I might, I've got to shoot. I've got to watch. I've got 30 minutes to watch a... I've got 30 more minutes that I'm watching this match. Ready for training tomorrow and Saturday, so yeah, yeah. This is we've got taken up more than enough of your time. That's yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, next, I'm around next week. Next week, I'll be I'll be here until we finish. Uh, I'll, yeah, next week, I'll be here until we finish. No, no, yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me, guys. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. I told, I told you we'd get there in the end. I told you we'd get there in the end. We'll yeah, get there, we'll get there in the end. honestly, gents, it's 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 amazing. Honestly, I'm, I'm I really enjoyed it. Um great bunch of lads and um yeah a lot a lot more relaxed than i thought you know i was really nervous i was i like, told you that i told you that this is not professional like literally yeah. just there's no that's, professionalism that's how, that's, i mean that's i mean that's why it's so good because you know sometimes it's you, you know when it's when it's uncensored when you're not not scripted it's you know it's 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 genuine isn't it so yeah you guys yeah, we want to relax the atmosphere and we want to get to know people. And you know, you could do that for having just like normal talk. We don't, we don't start rehearsing anything. We'll play some games oh. and stuff like that. But you know, but that's all to come later. <laughs> awesome, awesome guys. All uh, right, cheers, thank you, and um, have a great week. And um, yeah, Lim, I'll be in touch um, this week. Well, I'll give Ooh. it to Lim later. Um, don't worry, don't worry. We got, we got, we got stuff to talk about. Don't worry, that's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't, worry. Got... <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, we got yeah. stuff to do. All right, take care, gents, and um, yeah, um, same time next week. Yeah, that's on. Okay, yeah, yeah. let me see how the fuck do I come up with this. Just okay. where it says Lee, where it says Lee. Oh, Studio, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There it goes. And we there have we returned to what brought us to the dance. Yes. Did you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, I mean, no. To be honest, no. They don't really. They 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 do. Uh, AC AFC Dunstable does have a um, does have a, a page on X. Um, I don't have to go on Instagram or anything. But I mean, I'll put uh, I'll put their their so like the social for the club, and I'll put their website because they've got a website as well, which is I think for all the lower league clubs, they don't really. Most of them normally just sort of like have a website and maybe like a Twitter or cool. an X. So but I'll put all that in the description so you can go and find them. If you live near there, you want to go watch their games or you want to keep track on how they're doing and stuff. It'll be all you there. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. be all there. It seems as we're affiliated with that club now. We're affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> we are now yeah. affiliated with that club. Yeah, we'll keep an eye, definitely keep an eye on it. Sam, Samir was a great guy. Um, yeah, up the, dun- yeah. Up, up the Dunstable. That's what we say, up yeah. the Dunstable. 
Indeed. Fuck the fuck, fuck the Kong at the dance tomorrow. <laughs> Sweet. Well, can wrap us up then. Yeah. Well, that was more free form than I expected. Mm. And believe it or not, we actually covered most of the managers that we planned to talk about. So, well, you can still could you, so you can still title this episode like mainly about managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, because it was the about uh, managers and their impact, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, but, yeah. um, yeah. So, I mean. You can find so we you can find all the uh, other episodes we've had about football. Uh, it's not the first one we've had a guest. We had uh, we had Matt from um, Bromigos on. That's a proper footballing guest. Fucking old that mate. <laughs> <laughs> Come back on the episode, Matt. Yeah. Talk shit to yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, no, please, not until, please, not Matt. Until, please, not, yeah, please come back, please, 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 please. please. Actually, to be bring, fair, bring, be fair, bring, bring over. <laughs> go and listen to the uh, go and listen to the the latest episode of Bro Migos because they had a really really good guest on. Um, I ain't gonna tell you who. I'm gonna make you go look at it, but they do be internet famous. So go and check that out because it's a very good episode. Um, and say we it was us. We were, yeah, no. Uh, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not in enough famous enough. We're not in there famous enough yet. We got to, no, we got to no. work our way up. Um, yeah, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll try and get Samir on again. Try yeah, and get him on again. Evidently, he's a he is a busy man. Uh, many games of football to watch. But um, all of our other episodes are on all podcasting platforms. Uh, don't forget to use our government name to find them. It's uh, wait what a trio of nonsense. You can find us on X at Wait What Pod Trio and on Instagram at Wait What Pod Trio, uh, YouTube Wait What Podcast. Uh, did I say that one already? No, I didn't. Uh, TikTok at the Wait What Podcast, and we have already by this point now because we have recorded it early. Spoiler alert: um, we have actually done the Gray's Tap Rooms live stream, so yeah. you can actually go back, um, go to their YouTube channel, uh, go back and watch it. Uh, I'm pretty sure you might even still be able to donate if you didn't get a chance to. You don't have to, but all the stuff Please, and all the links. If you can all do. The... Yes, if you can do. I know it's Christmas and all that, but you know, if you can do. If you can't, that's fine. If you, I'm sure if you watch it, it will help more. So yeah. just do the right thing, man. Just just do the right thing. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Be one driving. Two. Hey. Hey.